0: Young Matt had learnt from his father to take a back seat to his mother at all times and to feign indifference, because there was no point in attempting to compete for centre stage. David Witherton had never competed with his wife, who had declined to take his name upon their marriage, remaining Lillian Birch, much as David had expected. Dave had not taught his son to emulate him, however. The boy had taken on the mantle of indifference more through a form of osmosis. He may have been imitating his father to begin with, but after observing his parents over the years, young Matt had finally come to appreciate the symbiotic relationship that existed between these two people who appeared to have come from quite different planets. His father was not feigning indifference at all, Matt realised. His mother needed centre stage and his father did not. It was that simple. David Witherton's acquiescence was not a sign of weakness, but rather one of strength granting his wife the freedom of expression she demanded as a gift of love. A gift that Lillian returned with equal fervour, for David was a calm in her stormy existence. Matthew hadn't always realised this fact. As a child, he secretly agreed with his grandmother, although of course he hadn't dared say so. "'You are selfish, Liliana,' Svetlana declared in her imperious Russian manner. "'She was an imposing woman,' You were a selfish child and you've become a selfish woman. The family, all four, Lillian, David, Little Matt and Babushka Lana, were gathered in the main downstairs lounge of the two-storey Blue Stone House in Wakefield Street, not far from Adelaide's city centre. The house had been built in the late 19th century and everything about it was as grand as befitted its owner, Svetlana Bircher, near Morozova, including the antique furniture that filled every room to the point of clutter, courtesy of her late husband, who'd been a highly successful antique dealer. In the decades since Frank Bircher's death, Svetlana, an astute businesswoman, had taken over her husband's enterprise, building even further upon its success. And the house reflected her passion. Each room bore a different theme, and the main lounge was pure Louis XV. Now enthroned upon her Louis Car's armchair, with her vividly caftan-clad daughter and gangly son-in-law seated opposite on a matching sofa, both very much at odds with the piece, Svetlana's steel-grey eyes bore into Lillian's. "'You have an eight-year-old son you have not seen for months,' her eyes flickered to young Matt, where he was perched uncomfortably on an ornate hardback. And now you announce once more that you're deserting him? Svetlana's voice rose in pitch. Furthermore, you insist David go with you to these godforsaken places that so attract your interest? Her angry gaze took in Dave, who accustomed to the family dramas, remained silent. He saw little point in explaining that he was contracted to work in remote locations. Lana would only say, then why don't you seek contracts closer to home? What sort of mother are you? Svetlana demanded. The sort of mother who knows her son's education mustn't suffer, Mama. Lillian didn't flinch for one second, coolly meeting her mother's attack head on. I would far rather take Maddie with us, but he's much better staying here with you and going to school. You could always stay here with him yourself. Has that not occurred to you? Svetlana was outraged. Where is your shame? Where is your guilt? How could you be so selfish? Lillian felt neither shame nor guilt. It's an artist's duty to be selfish, she replied, an answer that appeared glib, but was actually made in all seriousness. In fact, it's essential. Artists need to be selfish in order to devote themselves to their art. George Bernard Shaw was very much of that opinion, and I agree with him entirely. Besides, in creating works of beauty, I'm contributing to the world. I would hardly call that selfish. Arrogant as the statement sounded, it was not merely ego-speaking. Lillian's paintings hung in galleries throughout Australia, and she had recently received acclaim overseas. But Svetlana refused to accept this in any form of argument. God will strike you dead for such a sentiment that excuses the desertion.